Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality, sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices in Recovery or Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chinookie. We acknowledge the Satuna, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. Well, Vernon, welcome, and thank you for coming down. Okay. Thank you are, very are much. Are we on? Yeah, we're on. Oh. We're good? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming in. Please take it away. I know nothing about you except an exceptional referral from Braden, who said you're amazing. So I'm like, okay, if Braden says you're amazing, you're probably amazing. Oh, thank you, Braden. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my name is Vernon Smith. I'm from a community called Beshiko in the Northwest Territories. Okay. I'm gay and I'm in recovery and have right been sober for a little over 28 weeks. Congrats. And I guess we can start. Yeah. Oh, and I, oh, I'm, I'm indigenous too as well. Hmm. Okay, Did thank I you. Say that? No, I, I didn't. No, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah. You get oh. to introduce yourself however you want. Okay, yeah. And I also have a podcast called Vernon's Podcast. Right on. And if you like me after this, go and check it out. Uh, Vernon'sPodcast.com. Vernonspodcast.com. Is it on Spotify and stuff like that? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Is this Amazon? Yeah, there is one. Yeah, Amazon Music. Yeah, okay. at uh, YouTube. And I think that's it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and even if you don't like Vernon, check it out anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I if you that... don't like Vernon, chances are it's probably a, yeah. new, a you issue. And go and leave like your hate <laughs> comments because that's all good for the algorithm and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. Can take I take it away? Can I take my... Oh, okay. yes, please. Please do. I don't know why I'm using winter shoes. It's I... so winter boots. It's so hot. It is warm. I was going to comment, though. Those boots are pretty fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I had to invest in nice ones with mm-hmm. that. I had a grippy bottom because yeah. I always fall all over the place. Ah, so. good call. Yeah. So, um, actually, right now I'm on a hiatus. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what you would... From my podcast, mm-hmm. I haven't um, done any recording for about two months. Um, but the public, uh, my audience, they don't know that because mm-hmm. I, the last one, I think I dropped it a little over a month ago. Okay, right on. I was, I was getting overwhelmed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do everything alone. That's why. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I could what, see that being awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not only am I in front of it, but I also have to do like the research mm-hmm. and, um. Well, you but, do research. Well, it depends on who. Darcy, he does research. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to talk about like one topic, of course, sure, yeah. And um, also with the people too, I try mm. to do it as yeah. much. But not. Uh, I like I like to get 
uh, them to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It's, it's just uh, I, I like to people to hear it out of their voice. I like and, to be surprised too. That's yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 And also, um, what's the what's the theme of your podcast? Honestly, I'm still trying to figure that out. Okay. I'm only 15 episodes in, but uh, I see a pattern of um, mainly mental health, mm-hmm. addiction, indigenous yes. stuff, and LGBTQ mm-hmm. stuff too as well. And yeah, just it's mainly around that. And also, oh. Um, Indigenous entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to go into uh, just everybody now. Yeah, yeah, because um, I don't want to be put in a box. Everything seems just mm-hmm. brown, 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 <laughs> which is uh, it's necessary. Yeah, yeah, and it comes natural to me too as mm-hmm. well. And because like these are my people, they're all clean children just like me, so yeah. it's easy to just like kind of link up with them. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be put in that box. So I think like I don't know where this is going. So that's why I'm just kind of like it was very confusing. Yeah. And uh, anyway, for the last couple of weeks, um, I was like finding myself getting like irritable mm. and not wanting to really do it anymore because it was just a lot of it was it was just too much. Mm-hmm. This and I still have my my full time job too as well. Okay. I work at a diamond mine site. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a diamond specialist. Wow. And um, so I still have, so I'm there for two weeks and then I'm off for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm off for my two weeks, I'm doing this podcasting. Yeah. And um, so again, I'm doing everything alone. So it's been, it was a little overwhelming and I had to take a mm-hmm. step back, which is where this hiatus comes because I felt myself getting very irritable and just kind of scattered brain really. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think a, a big part of that, like the reason for it, I found was because of lack of sleep. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I wasn't sleeping was because I was drinking so much coffee and pop. <laughs> <laughs> so I cut that out of my diet. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's been, how long has it been? I think it's been like about four weeks now since, so about a month, yeah. uh, caffeine free. And wow. um, Good on you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. it was really hard. I bet. Really, and but I would say like my first three weeks, I I had like trouble even now a little bit. I had trouble like forming sentences. Wow. I was like so like my mind was all over the place, and mm-hmm. I was so tired. I would say the first week was like probably like the worst yeah. in terms of physical withdrawals. Um, yeah, because yeah, I was so tired mm-hmm. like every day, and as soon as I got up, I just no energy, no motivation or anything. So, but then the other stuff, the mental stuff, that came after that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so, after a week, and then I was, like, so happy. Like, okay, good. Now my energy starting to go mm-hmm. up. I'm going to feel a little bit better. But whenever I tried having, like, a conversation, especially one that involved a lot of thinking, mm-hmm. mm, my mind was just not going. <laughs> so it was not working. Yeah. So, so I did that. And then, <laughs> Need the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because I never thought of it as, like, a drug. Or I never no. thought of it as, like, a stimulant, right? Yeah. And it is. And I've been um, drinking, like, tea and coffee and pop since I was, like, a little kid. So, mm-hmm. so it's just... So that... Just one more thing uh, I got yeah. rid of. And um, plus, I feel like it may have been like interacting or kind of wasn't mixing well with my meds too as mm-hmm. well. And yeah. um, I would say two, after two weeks of being caffeine-free, I also quit smoking cigarettes. So now it's been, I think, two weeks since I've been smoke-free. Good on you. Yeah, and that was um, well for health reasons. Mm-hmm. And also, it's going to start to get cold outside and I don't want to stand outside. 
And it's a good enough reason to quit because <laughs> yeah. it's awful. Yes, yes, yes. And they, they're not making it easier for smokers at all. <laughs> they sure they just make things harder and yeah. harder. Every time I'm like, make a complaint about anything, I'm like, it's too cold outside, or why is the smoking area so far away to like stop smoking? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, nobody wants anyone to smoke anymore. Yeah. 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 It's almost like you're like kind of, it's like they look at you like you're doing a bad thing kind of a thing. It used to make me feel, I quit quite a few years ago, but it used to make me feel like a real pariah, man. People were starting to get real. Because I quit after it started to be really disliked. Yeah. So it was, yeah, I can totally feel that. People they, don't like it. They hate the smell. Yeah. They, they yeah. even like um, when you're like smoking in public, people would just go across the street. Mm -hmm. Well, they are normally, sometimes they do anyways. Yeah. But this time they have even more of a reason to. And... Well, I've been on dates with people and they actually like mention it like it's something that I wouldn't want to date them for. Yeah, because they're, they're just, like, no, like it's fine. It's your business, not mine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I never got that too. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've heard of it and I've heard people say it, but yeah, I never got it. Why? It's just, it's just a cigarette, you know? It, it, well, it's, and the truth is like, that would be me forgetting a whole big chunk of my history hmm. by saying, no, I'm, I don't like you because you smoke cigarettes. Yeah. That's like me saying, I don't like me because I smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> right. also, too, you're like, I feel like you're uh, missing out on that person, too, as well. I, I think for sure you are. Yeah. yeah, just because of a cigarette habit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to not get to know somebody just because they drink, too. Yeah. Like, that's their business. Yeah. Right? If they're destructive, I probably won't want to hang around much. Yeah, but. yeah. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. And it's with everybody. It's, mm -hmm. like, all over the board. Like, yeah. family, friends. I don't care who they are. It's if I feel like they are kind of, I guess, not good for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe just at the moment. Yeah. It's not like I don't like them. It's not that I don't respect them. Or it's not you just need space to yeah, heal. Yeah, because right? it's just like a lot of people, they, um, I, don't, I think people forget this, but um, their attitude and their energy that they give off, it affects like people around them too mm -hmm. as well. So when they're like being negative and stuff, and I'm mm -hmm. just like, I already have my own things going on. I can't take that on too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's why I just kind of like distance myself from it. Um, but... At the same time, being understanding of it too, as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would say, like, a big, the actually biggest, like, contributor to my current, um, I feel like I've gained, like, a lot of um, emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And that I would pay that to, like, I went to rehab mm -hmm. uh, at the Orchard Recovery Place okay. on Bowen Island, which is just outside of Vancouver. Okay. And it's a really, really nice place. It's mm -hmm. bougie. Like, this is where, like, Sounds rich, pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Rich folks send their kids mm -hmm. and stuff. <laughs> okay. So um, I, I couldn't believe I, uh, with my employers, I um, was doing research on where to go and rehab and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, they, I was like so uh, fortunate and privileged that they gave me the opportunity to just like choose for myself. And mm -hmm. they wanted to know where I wanted to go. And then I kind of just threw that place there after I Googled it and I did mm -hmm. all the reviews and stuff and it looked amazing. And I did some research on like the website and just read everything. And everything was just saying, yes, 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 go this yeah. place. And then I kind of threw that out there just to kind of see what, what they would mm -hmm. do with it. And they were just like, yeah, yeah, we, we can go and do that. We pay for it. And then, um, so I just, I like, I That's jumped amazing. right onto it. Yeah, because this is like a once in like a lifetime thing for me. You know, like, um, like the people that were there, not to say anything about them, but I like some of them were there for like that's like their third time, mm. and and, and uh, they didn't seem to take it as seriously as I was. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's because like they that opportunity comes for them all the time, but, mm-hmm. but it doesn't come for me. Yeah. And I was just like lucky and happy to be there. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of just immersed myself into it completely mm-hmm. and just did everything that they told me to do. I absorbed as much as I could from everybody, from the staff, all the counselors. And um, yeah, I would say like uh, that was like, I gained like a lot of tools to fight my addiction mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh, my DLC is uh, alcohol. Mm-hmm. It has been alcohol since I was like 16, I want to mm-hmm. say, and cocaine now. And um, Coke was always kind of like a, I guess like a party favorite, like maybe like one weekend and then mm-hmm. that'll be it. And it, I would say the first time I tried it, I was 21. Um, and I knew I really, I loved it. I felt like a Superman. I felt mm-hmm. Superman, like a Superman. And it was just, I knew right away, like, okay, I can't, I can't continue on with this. Mm-hmm. I just tried it just like that one night, I think it was. And then I stayed away from it because I knew I liked it too much. And then I tried it again a few years later, and it kind of did it, like, just, like, here and there, not, and then I stopped it again. And then COVID, uh, yeah, COVID came, Mm -hmm. shut everything down, and then I was, like, and then my employers, they had laid all of us off, like, all the employers, I mean, all the employees, Mm -hmm. sorry, and, um, and then I was home in my apartment alone, and uh, I was left to my own devices, which mm-hmm. is never a good thing for me. There's a reason why, like, I, oh, even throughout, like, my heavy drinking throughout the years, I've always um, been working or going to mm-hmm. school or doing something. Yeah. And um, that, I think, I think, as of, like, subconsciously, I think I was doing that too because I knew that I would drink if I didn't. Because, yeah, the only time I would be sober ever since, like, my all of my through my entire adulthood, actually. Um, if I wasn't working, like, if I didn't have to be sober, then I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so once this uh, COVID came and then shut everything down, and then I was in the apartment alone, and then I just, tr- I just completely mm-hmm. fell right into alcohol, and then not long after that, that's when um, I started to be like, this isn't enough for me anymore. Like, alcohol is not enough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel anything anymore, and I want more. Mm-hmm. And then, so, I, and that's when and, uh, cocaine started to get introduced again. And then, from that point on, it was just very, very heavy. And the cocaine and alcohol. And that continued on until I got back from, but got back until, when did it happen? Actually, no. No, 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 no I'm lying. No. It was the heavy drink alcohol, and then I tried uh, Coke a few times during the whole pandemic thing, and then I kept on fighting it off because it's, I knew that it was bad. Mm. And then I got a call from work, and then they told us to come back. And then I came back, and then my heavy, like, my all my drinking stayed. Mm-hmm. And then as I got back to work, and then I don't know what it was, I guess, just me working, and then when I wasn't working, I was heavily drinking. Mm-hmm. So again, I guess uh, um, it was really stressful too at the time at work because everything was getting started back mm-hmm. up, I guess, and stuff. And I had like a lot of responsibilities on me too. And I think like that, I don't know. I just kind of like got like numb to like a lot of things. I just mm-hmm. was just on the go all the time. And then 
that's when cocaine came back. <laughs> and then it stayed since then. And I was, yeah, I was high all day, every day when I wasn't working and drunk at the same time. And um, I did that for about almost a year until um, this year, I think, yeah, when I reached out to my boss and my uh, employer and just let everybody know, let, to let everybody know what was going on. And then, yeah, then rehab. Right on. And then, yeah. After rehab, um, I started on a podcast like probably two days out of re- two yep. days later after I got out of uh, after I got out of rehab, and yeah, it's been fun so far. I this whole podcast thing, like I always kind of knew that I wanted to do this, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm happy I did it. And also, I think like it's a great opportunity for a lot of people as well mm-hmm. because the I think like all the people who've been on my podcast so far, I think that was their first time ever being on a podcast. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to give all of them that platform to speak, you know, whatever they want to talk about. Very much so. (laughs) Yeah. And their stories. And um, there's so much things that I didn't even know about them too as Mm -hmm. well. And they just let everything go on the podcast. And I'm like so grateful for that. Yeah. It's a pretty cool experience, eh? yeah, Yeah. 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 And so I didn't... Uh, with he, this thing here, um, I saw a, a post on Facebook. Mm. Brayden yeah. said that he was uh, one of your guests, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I he guess was on, on a couple podcast. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw it, and then I... Uh, I fucking love Brayden. <laughs> yeah. Such, he is such a good human. He is. He yeah. really is. And then I went to listen to it, and I was like, oh, this is nice. And mm-hmm. then I, I had asked Brayden if he could reach out for me. Yeah, I'm glad he did. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. This is nice. Yeah, so since since rehab, how has how has life been? What do you how are you finding recovery? What do you do for recovery? Recovery, I would do, I quickly uh, realized that um the AA meetings weren't really for me. Mm-hmm. And uh even with the rehab center that I had left or completed, finished mm-hmm. whatever. Um they had an aftercare program, mm-hmm. and that too as well, it was just more, I felt like it was just more of like the same thing, mm-hmm. kind of just like the group stuff, and yeah. I felt like I didn't need that anymore, and I still do feel mm-hmm. like that, because I didn't, um, I don't know, it was just wasn't for me anymore, mm-hmm. like I, and the AA meetings as well too, it just seems very, I don't know, um, they don't really... I don't. I just. I just didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. You don't have really... to. You don't have to explain it at all. Yeah. yeah. You're allowed to just not fucking like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I just kind of did other things like mm-hmm. I for my mental health. I exercise regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I read books. I um, well, podcasts too is very therapeutic, mm-hmm. and um, just you know, go to chiropractor, get massages and talk about whatever is going through, whatever I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And, um, just think of like healthy, um, solutions to the problems that mm-hmm. are in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Right that, on. Yeah. And I found like that's been, that's been working for me mm-hmm. and being completely abstinent. Yeah. I've been lucky that I've only had two really bad nights of where I felt like using. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, 
the first time I was up all night, like didn't sleep at all, just fighting it mm -hmm. and trying so hard not to call a you know a dealer or anything. Yeah, and it's tough when that brain kicks in, man. Yeah. Yeah, and that I think that it was because of the, the caffeine too. That's mm -hmm. why I was like up late and stuff. Yeah. So that's part of the reason why I got rid of caffeine too. And um, and it happened again. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I think like on Wednesday night when I got back from work. Um, but this time it wasn't as severe. It was, it lasted for a little bit. And then until like I just kind of flipped a switch in my head and I was like, I'm not doing this. It's not happening. Mm -hmm. And then it went away and I went to sleep. Yeah. So I got better at it. Um, That's what we do. We get better at it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I would say it's been good, but also stressful. And I'm finding out, too, like a lot of like the things I had learned from rehab, too. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I think it's like a 12-step. 12 12 they get, that's what, what is it? that's what it is there that I think okay. that's what it's based on. And yeah, it is actually. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of the things don't really work. Like mm -hmm. I'm finding out in like in the real world. Mm -hmm. Like they would say things like, um, at least what I got out of this was mm -hmm. that. Um, well, it's your experience, right? Yeah. Was that uh, whenever like uh, you just live your life mm -hmm. and then if somebody's like um, kind of, if it upsets somebody else, then that's their problem mm -hmm. and they have to deal with it on their own and it has nothing to do with you, which I agree to, but at the same to time, a point. To, to a point, point, yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it's, um, you still have to be like empathetic and sensitive mm -hmm. to them and you have to try to look at, look at their perspective and way, mm -hmm. how they might are, are feeling about it. Mm -hmm. And it's just about kind of like those things that was like a big one for me because I was doing that even though it felt wrong mm -hmm. it felt wrong and I knew that that some of my actions that I were people are being affected mm -hmm. and they were upset and unhappy about the things that I may have said or did mm -hmm. but be, I kept on being like oh but this is what I learned though so I'm mm -hmm. just gonna they, if they're upset they can come to me and talk to me about it and if they don't then that means they're not upset and it's none of your business mm -hmm. but that's not how the, it works that's not how the real world works. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I kind of like figured it out and then I kind of had to go back. I'm like, <laughs> okay, hey, and I have to mm -hmm. explain myself and where I was coming from. And luckily... But it is an interesting knee-jerk reaction, right? To, yeah. to respond to life like that. To be yeah. like, okay, in order for me to stay sober, I need to remember that that's, that's none of my business. What that yeah. person, what I've done to that person is none of my business. Yeah. Until we realize that our actions have consequences for others. Yes, yeah. and we actually have a heart. Yeah. And that we actually give a shit about yeah. each other. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know it's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a it's a it's a very real thing, right? Because mm. in in the process of trying to teach folks with no boundaries, boundaries, myself and being one of those folks, um, is coming across a lot of those circumstances, right, where mm. people are trying to tell us what they want us to do, yeah. and because it's based on what they want us to be which is more like them. And that's like, once we realize that the ego usually works like that, yeah. right? Um, this is where we come, where, where they come from when they say, well, if somebody, something someone does upsets you, it's because that thing is in you. Yes. Right. That's another one of those things that I have difficulty with. And yeah. the reason is, is because sometimes I watch people's behavior and I just don't like it because it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with me. Yes. Right. Nothing to do with anyone else, but the person doing the behavior. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is it possible that I behave similarly in my life? Absolutely. Yeah. But there's a reason I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Because it bothers me. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, yeah. I, I get where, where you're coming from, and I feel the exact same way. It's, I don't know if that teaching is there. I, 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 I kind of, like, um, I get a lot of it, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's just too simplified. I respect it for the fact that it helps me stay sober. Yes. And that it helps some people stay sober. Yeah. But I recognize that it doesn't help everybody stay sober. Yeah. Right? And that's okay. It's not supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And There's what, lots of ways to go about it. Mm, okay. So, oh, uh, how much episode? What, what number is this going to be? Oh, Darcy? <laughs> so there's that much? There's a lot? There's a, there's a couple hundred. What? 260? Somewhere around Ooh, there. Oh, yeah. and it's like we come out once a once week? Once a week, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how's that been? Um, Awesome. Yeah? Yeah, it's been awesome. But it's a lot of work, right? Like, yeah. without Darcy, I wouldn't be able to do it yeah. for this long. No way. Like, mm-hmm. I might have given up my first year book by myself, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. knowing that you have somebody helping you, like... And like beyond just the editing stuff, like yeah. I mean the help by just being around each other so we can talk to each other about some of the stuff that we hear, some of the stuff that we like on the podcast because, you know, this this has been pretty powerful for him, like mm. in terms of, because he's not one of us, he's not an addict, like okay. chem, I say not one of us, like chemically dependent, sorry, in some way, he's he's more of, uh, I wouldn't say normie because he's definitely not normal, but um, <laughs> okay. Because uh, if he was normal, he wouldn't be kicking around me for five years. There's no <laughs> question. <laughs> um, but yeah, without without that support, like for me, um, I haven't done any of this alone. So mm. it's one of those things where, um, yeah, I'm just grateful for that because oh. it allows me to focus on you, right? Yeah. And that's what I where I really want to focus is on the person that's here. Yeah. When they're here and before, after, whatever, whatever comes of it. But like to. And for me to do that, I can't worry about the other stuff, yeah, okay. right? Yeah. yeah, I can't think about editing, and I let him worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, and that, and he's good at it, so I don't have to worry about it. So. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I love how like we can be so open and mm. just post it online. I know, right? Like, yeah. to me, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, and I never dreamt of that I would ever be doing something like this. Yeah. Like literally, if I found out about podcasts in the same year that we started this podcast. Mm. And that was like, what, 2016, 20, no, 2018, 2018. Mm. 2018. Um, I knew it wasn't 2016, that was too soon, too long ago. But 2018 we started and I didn't know anything about it much before that. Mm. And literally, really the whole purpose of it is to share people's stories. Yeah, that's what I'm finding too. Yeah. Because I don't really like um, when I'm the one up front and talk, I mean, I mean, like, um, I don't want to be, I don't want it to all be about me. Yeah. You know, I want somebody to come in mm-hmm. and tell their story. Just I so totally I can, get that. Yeah, I, I prefer that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like whenever I go on my out on my own and do it, because I do do that. I have episodes mm-hmm. of just me, just in front of the camera. Yeah. But I kind of, um, I say a lot of things that I shouldn't mm-hmm. when I, and, um, I guess, <laughs> I don't know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. So I'm learning how now to kind of watch my, um, my mm-hmm. words a little bit more and move a little bit, I guess I don't ever like would never go all the way, you know, be kind of, um, I guess like politically correct. Mm. Cause that's just not who I am. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm capable of it. Yeah, yeah. but I try to um, be more sensitive and try to um, just look at things through other people's lenses. Mm -hmm. And especially my um, people who I feel like might be affected as well. Yeah. And I don't, that, that was like never my intention. I just like mm -hmm. talk and I never, honestly, I didn't know that it was going to be like, it still like baffles me that there's like people actually just listening. I feel that. Yeah, like they have their earphones in. Like podcast yeah. is different than like yeah. other things because people. It's very. It's a very personal thing. Mm -hmm. Like you have a direct line into people's brains because yeah. they wanted to put the headphones in, and that's all they're listening to. That's mm -hmm. all they have, right? And for me, like with when I listen to podcasts, that's what it is. And I'm like working mm -hmm. out, or I'm going for a walk, or I'm you know on the road or something, and I'm like all the way like listening and tuned in mm -hmm. and I know that there's people out there who are doing the same yeah. and you just you take in everything mm -hmm. and you can like change people's like mindset on certain things mm -hmm. you just by you expressing your opinion they That's and right. then they might like find similarities um that and like that things that they see the same way as you too mm -hmm. so and then they adapt adopt your um, views and stuff so mm -hmm. it's very I didn't know how, how powerful it was until I really really thought of it yeah. so that's why I really want to um, pay more attention to my words mm -hmm. and my opinions and stuff because I don't just want to throw a bunch of like things that might affect um, people or me well, you want to be authentic, way. right? Yeah. I mean, I, of course, I want to yeah. be authentic, and I always, that's always But that doesn't goal. mean belligerent. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, not... I don't want to be some, like, yeah, bad person. I, <laughs> I think the best podcasts that I've listened to are the ones where people are just themselves, right? Yeah. And, and that's okay, like... And in that process of being ourselves, sometimes we're going to say the wrong stuff, right? Yeah. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. As long as we're willing to be accountable for the stuff we say. Yes. Right? Oh, of course. I always And that's am. it. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I've said things that probably piss people off. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Right? If they ever came to me and talked to me, I would be happy to talk to them. Yeah. Um, not, it doesn't mean I'm going to change my opinion. Yeah. Right? But I just want to, like, doing this, this podcast, for me, it's very important to be as authentic as I can. And that usually means that I'm flawed, right? Yes, of course. I'm deeply flawed. So in yeah. that, in that sometimes is, um, and this is where I like podcasts because we can be different. Yeah. Right. We can all have different motivations and different ideas, but still share a really cool story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love this because it's like um, it plays a huge part in my recovery journey as well. Because mm. I, I wouldn't have been here right now if it wasn't for my podcast. Yeah. You know, and it's very. It, it's good. It takes up a good amount of my time mm -hmm. and it's time well spent because I don't really know. I'm not, I don't, I'm not really like active. I don't like going to the gym. Mm -hmm. like I know there's like people who just, but I'm not one of those people or sports or, mm -hmm. and I find like now, even though like now that I'm sober, I don't really watch much TV mm -hmm. or I just, I just get bored easily. Whereas before when I was using, I would sit in front of my laptop mm -hmm. like all day and night and just be like high and drunk and just completely just well at the time felt Checked like out. I was yeah and just enjoying myself mm -hmm. but now I'm just like okay I'm bored of this I want to go do something else mm -hmm. and so that's why this here is part of that and the good thing about it is like I'm actually like I like it I like going out like just being mm -hmm. around people and stuff well for the most part yeah and <laughs> that's fair I totally yeah. get it I'm, I'm like it's so weird like just I've never been this sober for a very long time mm -hmm. 
and um, I'm talking about like since I was a teenager, mm. like before I started drinking. And um, so I'm really learning a lot of things about myself. Mm -hmm. I'm like learning that when I'm hungry, I'm very reactive yeah. and irritable. I feel like that's with everybody though. But, well, and I, but I think it's still, it's important. It might be all of us. We get similarly irritated, right? Yeah. But it's important for us to remember when it affects us yeah. so that we don't take it out on others. Right? Oh yeah. 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 And um, just being very aware of my thoughts and my actions and mm -hmm. especially if it's, um, there's like potential to you know offend anybody and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not offend, offend them. Or I think I know what you mean. You're not trying to purposely hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, it just yeah. Ha I don't know why, but it just happens. It does happen. And um, I don't know what it is. I think like I can't decide what it is actually. Mm. Are they being like super sensitive, or am I being um, like kind of ignorant? Or arrogant. I don't know. Interesting. It could be both, obviously. Yeah. I think when it comes to humans, it's usually a combination of many things, right? Yeah. As opposed to one side or another, it's usually both together. Yeah. Kind of make whatever magic happens there. And yeah. sometimes the magic is just not what we wanted. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't think we're all supposed to, like, have the same kind of magic with each other. Yeah. Like, right? There's some people we meet, there's deep magic with them, mm, right? Yeah. Other people we come across, maybe we have similar experiences with them, but it just doesn't materialize. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. So, um, with my recovery journey, um, I, I, yeah, learned a lot about myself. And I've been able to connect with a lot of people, too, mm -hmm. because of it, especially people back home in my community of Beshiko. Um, I Did you grow up on the nation? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was born in Yellowknife, mm -hmm. which is the capital of the Northwest Territories. And uh, Beshiko is a community outside of Yellowknife, about an hour, I think, west. Okay. Uh, yeah. And um, so that's where I was um, raised in Beshiko. Well, Edzo. Edzo mm -hmm. is, yeah, just a small town. Okay. <laughs> and um, so that's where, I, that's where I grew up. It's where I went to school. Well, you know, elementary, mm -hmm. middle school, all that stuff in high school. And um, I, I just knew from like the very beginning that I was, well actually no, I, I, I didn't know like that I was different actually mm. at first. Cause like I would just be myself and then people would kind of point things out. Mm. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you acting like that? Mm -hmm you know, that's a girl song or that's a girl movie. Like, why mm -hmm. do you like that? Or, um, why do you talk like that? Just things like that. And then I started to pick up on it. I was like, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So these are, this is, um, wasn't supposed to act like this, I guess. Mm -hmm. or be like this. And so I kind of did my best to suppress it for like a long time, but it always still popped up. And, um, it really, I would say it didn't really have that much effect on me because I didn't really care about what mm -hmm. other people thought. You okay if he takes a picture? Oh, <laughs> Make sure I look cute. <laughs> the cross-legged on the chair was pretty cute. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, uh, yeah, because I, I didn't really care. Um, and then it wasn't until, like, I would say until I got a little older, like mm. teenager, and then I was, like, over it. I was like, okay, people leave me alone. Mm. And um, my peers, like, 
Um, they never really, I mean, maybe when we're like younger, they're kind of just like, would make fun of me for it. Mm. But I think they're just doing it because of the adults, even mm. the adults were doing it. Like they would like, um, for example, um, when I was like in grade seven, the librarian, we were, our whole entire class was over in the library, because for library time or whatever it was called at the time. And then this kid, this annoying boy who's in my class, he kept on picking on me and now he's, now that we're older, he's actually gained stuff, mm. so he's out. And he kept on picking on me. I remember talking to him about this too. I was like, why do you keep on doing it? He's like, I don't know. I think, and I think it's because he like crushed me, had a crush mm. on me or whatever. Anyway, so anyway, back to that library, seventh grade. He kept on bugging me and then for, we got, I don't know, I guess the librarian or whatever um, caught wind of it. And um, so he put us in timeout and then I was like, why am I, why am I getting in trouble? Like mm -hmm. he was the one picking on me. I wasn't doing anything. He was the one saying that I was a girl and stuff. Like he was calling me a girl and then the librarian, like a, a grown man, he was I don't know how old he was at the time. He was like 40 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, if you look in the mirror, if you look at yourself really good, and then you're going to... No, he said, if you look at yourself really good, like really, really look at yourself, you're going to see what he's talking about. And then I remember that ever since then. And um, so I, it was... And not only that too, like my, my friends, like siblings, like older siblings and mm -hmm. parents and stuff, they would be like, you know, don't... Don't act like Vernon or like they would not like want me hanging out mm. that stuff. Or they didn't like like it when I was around and stuff. Yeah. And um so it was just it was mainly like the adults, I would say, when I was a kid. Because yeah. like the my peers, they didn't even know. Like they or maybe they knew but they didn't care. Because mm -hmm. you know, we're all kids, like who cares? Yeah. But I guess like they saw like because of like the influence that adults in their life had on them. Mm -hmm was telling them, you know, how Vernon's acting is bad, so... It's how bigotry's passed on. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, that's what I had found because... And even... I, so anyway, that, that continued on. Mm. And then... Um, so it was really... For me, I, I, so I, I felt like I had to suppress that side of me. And um, so I remember, like, listening to, like... Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera mm -hmm. in my room with the door closed and with earphones on mm -hmm. and like just because that's the only way I could listen to the songs I wanted mm -hmm. because I felt like people were going to make fun of me and if, whenever I wanted to watch like a movie like mm -hmm. I don't know, Mean Girls or something like that that like Clueless and then I would have to like watch it by myself with the volume low so nobody mm -hmm. could hear and um so I think like, that played a big part in me too being mm -hmm. like a big like loner like yeah. I I'm like a person who is like kind of like I guess like self-soothing. I guess mm -hmm. I could I I enjoy my own company. I think that played a big part of it too because I had to be I'm sure. I had to like adapt to whatever my life was right. Mm -hmm. So um, so that continued on, and then um, I would say I I didn't like fully actually come out until like this year. I would say mm -hmm. like officially okay. like yeah. online to everybody. Mm -hmm. But everybody, like, people close to me already knew. Mm -hmm. And um, I started telling people a couple of years ago, I think, like, three years ago, is where I started telling, like, friends mm -hmm. and stuff, friends and, like, coworkers. And, and then it wasn't until, like, this year that I actually went and, like, yeah, just told the whole world, basically, mm -hmm. on one of my episodes. And... How did that feel? 
it felt great. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I, I just had to do it because it was, even though like I, I well, I, I felt like I didn't have to do it because I felt mm -hmm. like everybody already knew, but it still was like a question mark with a lot of people. Like it was for you more so. Yeah, yeah. like a lot of people, like they, like even like women too, I could see like they mm -hmm. would like, you know, kind of like hit on me and stuff and look at me as like um, mm -hmm. more than a friend. And I, that bothered me because I was just like, no, like you mm -hmm. should know this. Like I, I've never ever like tried to hit on you or anything. Yeah. I didn't, you know what I mean? So, so there was that, that was the motivator to just kind of mm -hmm. let everybody know. So just cause I don't want to lead anybody on. And um, also for like the community back home in mm -hmm. Beshiko because like I wanted like little boys, the little girls to know that it's okay to come out and stuff mm -hmm. if, if you feel like you have to. And just being me, like I want mm -hmm. to be completely open to and now it's like it's great like ever since i've done that too like guys would be sliding in my dms and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and before they never used to do that mm -hmm. and because they i don't know they weren't sure i guess i don't mm -hmm. know well until you know you don't know right yeah and so and i again i didn't feel like i had to do it but after i did it i realized that i needed to do it because mm -hmm. it was like freeing and um i guess there was like a part of me that was still suppressing it a little bit because back to that little vernon who was suppressing mm -hmm. it because is being taught that it was wrong. Mm -hmm. So I guess that follows me. And me doing that kind of liberated me a lot. And now that I'm sober and have been for uh, the over 28 weeks, mm -hmm. I don't know how long that is, like six months, seven months? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know math. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so now, like, I, I find like I am, I'm getting a little gayer a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, but it's it's once we allow ourselves to be ourselves, we can be whatever we feel we are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I totally relate. Like a couple of years ago, or a year and a half ago, I started painting my nails to be openly queer, so yeah. that I could not hide like I had been hiding my yeah. whole life because I'm bisexual, and um, it was revolutionary for me. Yeah. A hundred percent, and a hundred percent. Directly related to me being more visibly queer, I'm now find myself occasionally being more queer, <laughs> right? Because yeah. I've freed, we've freed ourselves yeah. to be who we are. Yeah, so, I yeah. find myself wanting to do that too, mm -hmm. like um, being uh, more queer in public because yeah. um, this way, so that I can like kind of give like a signal off, like if like there's like a guy there that's mm -hmm. interested in me, or, or or someone who maybe isn't out yet. Yeah. But see someone who's out who they really like and, and they're like, oh, maybe it's okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, with me, I didn't, um, this is, like, I use, like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, but I kind of have, like, this on and off thing with, um, like, grinder. Mm. I, I don't like going on it because it's just, like. It's one of the ways we meet each other. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. Cause, yeah. And Tinder, too, as well. Because yeah. it's, like, whenever I go out in public, I, I don't even know if like who's gay or not because mm -hmm. you can't even like you can't tell no idea and yeah. then like and my gaydar sucks mm -hmm. and whenever like a guy's like a cute guy is like nice to me and stuff i'm i just think like oh, like what is this mm -hmm. and then it always like turns out that he's just straight and just wants to be friends and stuff mm -hmm. so it's like it's just so confusing and so weird it can be very confusing i yeah. know so that's why like it's just i don't know i wish we could just like all have like a label or something mm -hmm. honestly gay. <laughs> <laughs> wear a little like a flag or something on her shoulder yeah. Or like a bracelet. Yeah. Perhaps. That's rainbow colored. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But that's why I started doing that, right? Was yeah. for more, not just for other queer men to recognize me, but that's obviously a part of it because mm. I, I 
I, people don't ask me out for like I don't look like the kind of guy um, that might be interested in that. No. But I, of course, I really am, and it's one of those things where I just want to try to make it easier for myself, mm. for others, but also for maybe. I don't know, people in my family who, who, or other people's families that are friends of mine, like, who just need to know that it's okay yeah. to be yourself. No yeah. matter how old you are, it's not too late, right? Yeah. I would, obviously, there's parts of me wish I was younger when I, when I came to terms with myself, right? Mm. But, man, the fact that I can be I'm on better terms with myself now is good. Yeah. Right? And same with you. Like, yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. I just... I'm like good for you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, the journey. I'm really learning now to enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I was just always like, like I want to get there now. I want to get somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Even with like things like losing weight and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, in the past like three weeks, I think I lost like three pounds. And mm-hmm. before, I would be like, oh, that's not enough. I like mm-hmm. beat myself up about it. And now I'm just like, no, that's good. At least it's Great. something. Something. Yeah. And it's consistent. Yeah, and at least I was, it was because, like, I was going to, I'm, like, proud of myself because I was actually stuck by, it, like, going to the gym, mm-hmm. eating, not as healthy, or healthier than what I was before, yeah. and not eating as much as, like, crap, and... Progress. Yes, yes, and drinking less pop, just all mm-hmm. these things, and then I'm just like, yeah, great, it's good, so this is, like, a good start, mm-hmm. and um, with, I would say it, coming to terms with um, a lot of, I guess, things in my life too that I'm not too excited or happy about mm-hmm. but then being like okay it's okay it's yeah. fine and it's in you are it's okay to be upset about it or mm-hmm. unhappy about it but that's what it is and that's what it's going to be so you just have to learn how to kind of navigate even mm-hmm. with that in mind yeah. and just learning learning I love learning it's mm-hmm. great like, I don't know like I'm on YouTube all the time just watching like like YouTube videos, just learning new things. That's that's where I learned about podcasts. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's where I learned about podcasts. And it's funny because the podcast that I watched was a Rogan podcast with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. That was the first podcast I ever saw, like mm-hmm. on YouTube, and that one got me hooked. Not because of Joe Rogan, but because of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even listen to Rogan anymore. Not because he did anything wrong for me, but just because I got lost interest. Right. Like, oh yeah. There's uh, so many other things to listen to and people and personalities to listen to that, but you know what? I got You got to give credit where it's due. Yes. I put podcasting on the map that, that his show is sold. Yeah. 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 That huge contract he has with Spotify. Right. Like, fuck. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, yeah. good on him. I, but like, again, it's just, there's so much out there. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't have to be like uh, married to just one. Yeah. Right? Like I, I find myself just on the homepage, like mm-hmm. on the uh, Apple podcast, the Spotify yeah. homepage. And then I just like randomly choose anyone and just yeah. to see what it's about. Well, of course I look at the topic and stuff first, mm. but yeah. And I don't even know who it is or, you know, yeah. I don't know anything, but I just want to listen to it and yeah. I like it. I find, I, um, I do love listening to music and mm-hmm. music has been a big part of my life. Like just yeah. as being a listener and, um, but now I find myself actually wanting to listen to podcasts instead mm-hmm. and like documentaries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause music, it's, um, music's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. Uh, it's just that if you want to do something different for your brain, podcasts and like documentaries and like books on tape, those kinds of things are, yeah. I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. Right. It's different. Uh, and 
like music has such a huge impact on your mood mm -hmm. and, and your perception of things yeah. too and i didn't really like realize that before mm -hmm. so i try to be like conscious of that too yeah yeah i don't really i don't want to listen to like i try not to listen to like sad songs and stuff i don't know why it just hits me harder yeah yeah especially now i find myself listening to like taylor swift a lot mm -hmm. i feel like just like everybody she's like huge right now yeah, I can't get into her, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But when you're talking about listening to Britney and uh, Christina Aguilera in private, that's this guy too. Yeah. Yeah. Huge Britney Spears fan. Yeah. And honestly, until probably a year and a half ago, wouldn't have admitted it. Yeah. yeah. I would have been like, secret. The only person who knew I was a huge fan would have been my buddy Dom. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because yeah. I, I, let, I, let, I let him know that it's true. She's good shit. Yeah. Did you read the Britney book? I haven't yet, no. Yeah. I'm, Was it I'm, good? Yes, it's really, really good. Yeah, right on. It's just really, like, humanized her for me. Yeah. Because all, um, growing up, all I saw was Superstar Britney. Like, yeah. super, like, on top of the world, and then her downfall. And the how, they, how they fantasize that. And... Yeah, and now it's just, seen after, because I was watching her since I was a mm -hmm. kid, and even from, like, on the media and stuff, I saw everything, when she shaved yeah. her head, I remember being so like upset at the time mm -hmm. like you know i like why don't these people leave her alone yeah and um being so excited when she dropped blackout and, uh, and um with that give me more and stuff mm -hmm. like it's supposed to be like her comeback and stuff and then it was all like in shambles because she fell into that conservatorship and mm -hmm. just now like seeing her on everything from her side it's so like um i don't know but it's I think he said it, humanizing. Yeah, and it's just like, um, it kind of, I re I needed to, I needed, I needed to hear that. I think like yeah. a lot of people need to hear that because like mm -hmm. it's Britney Spears, goddammit. Well, and, and, yeah, and we need to hear about somebody who at one point the media was demonizing for her breakdown. It was, she, was, she was going right? through postpartum depression. All kinds she, of shit going yes, on. She was depressed. She was hooked yeah. on Adderall. Yeah. And she was the biggest star on the planet, but she couldn't even step one foot outside. But couldn't the, go anywhere by herself. The, pap, the paparazzi, they were like actively trying to get a reaction out of her. Mm -hmm. So they were like calling her names and just all mm -hmm. the, it's just the whole world's like attacking her. And she shaved her head because that was like her biggest fuck you to everybody. Yeah. And I think that she probably wanted to like get rid of like that pretty image too, mm -hmm. so that you know they can be like leave her alone and mm -hmm. stuff. And then so they tore her apart, and then they took her life from her, mm -hmm. like the conservatorship. So yeah. it's just, and now she's kind of. I know right now. I I will admit she is a little loopy right now. You can tell. But I then, love it. Yes, but then, I love it. She's like a normal human. Yeah, she she, she has crazy stuff that goes on, and yeah, she says now so she's she's just doing it for fun because it's freeing. And I, I like that too. And but at the same time, it's just like she's even who cares if she's a little like she's. We're all loopy, she's, man. Yeah, she's been through so much yeah. shit. Leave her alone. I love her loopiness. I love and I love the knife video. Yeah, like, I love it. I fucking love it for that reason because I don't I didn't hear the interview with her, but I could see why she's doing it to make yeah. herself just like free. Yeah, because that's how we become free yeah. is we stop worrying about the boundaries other people put on us. Yes, then we're free. Yes. Right? And if she has to dance in front of a camera, like, I fucking loved it. Yeah. I don't care what people say about it. I'm just it. only afraid that they don't, like, they might try to put her back on the conservatorship. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm like, Yeah. I hope yeah. that, I don't think they can. I don't, don't think they know. can, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. They can't have to I be a child. This right? time around, she better have, like, a good team around her. I'm hoping she's got a way better team of lawyers, because that's what she really needs. Yeah. Because her family just screwed her over, so. They did. Yeah. Musters. 
Um, um, well, they too probably had a bunch of shit go happen to them too. Everybody has stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just so it just so happens that it's somebody that we appreciated, right? Like yeah. Brittany, and that. But that sheds light on lots of stuff like that, like child stars, right? Yeah. Like how do we treat them? What are we What are we expecting out of these kids, right? Mm. Especially when you put a kid on stage at what? How old was she when she started with Disney? Ah, uh, I think she's Mickey, Mickey Mouse Club. I think she yeah. was like 10. 10, right? Like, yeah. she's pretty young. Yeah, but then before that, she's been performing since she was a little, like, right? like a toddler, I think. So that that's a lot of expectation. Yeah, and you know? she was like the breadwinner for her family. Yeah. She was like, there's a reason why they kept her in a conservatorship for oh, so yeah. long, and that's because they were milking her for... Fucking greed. Yep, yeah. exactly. And not only her family, but the industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's making money off it, right? There's yeah. no question. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's why so much people like they turned a blind eye, they looked away because yeah. there's so much money to be made. Yeah. It's Britney, that's why. And that sickens me. Yes. Sickens me that, that people would do that to someone, but it's the reality, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay, back um Yes, back to your your journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although love... Brittany was a part of both of our journey apparently. So. Yes, love you, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Yeah. <laughs> and um I would say so the drinking, the drinking, I, when I took my first step, I think mm. I was 16, I want to say. And I just like loved it mm. from the first shot. And it, I didn't, was never a, a moderate or social drinker. Yeah. It was just full on, just shots, vodka mm. shots, straight up and right out of the bottle. And um, so I, I guess like I had like a problem right away. Mm-hmm. Even as, like, yeah, and then, so, because of that, I, I graduated high school late, I think, like, two years later than my mm-hmm. peers, and, um, and so, what happened? Oh, yeah, and then after I graduated, then I took off to college for a year, did horribly, mm-hmm. but at least I did it, and I want, I think, like, the main reason that I wanted to go to for college, even though I knew I wasn't ready, and I didn't know what I wanted, I didn't know what, I didn't know anything. All I knew was that I wanted to get out of my mom's house. Mm-hmm. So that's what I went and did. And from there, it was just like kind of like on and off jobs. And um, tried college again. I think I was like 24 or something mm-hmm. like that. And again, it was was not for me. I don't like being in the classroom. I don't mm-hmm. like like structure and stuff. It's just... doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I just to learn on my own time and mm-hmm. whenever I want to and stuff. And so, and then I, after that college, I get another failed attempt, didn't really do much. Or didn't, I guess, yeah, whatever. And then um, was drinking heavily again. And then I landed this job, the current one that I have, and then stayed with this since. So I think it's been seven years now. Right on, congrats. Yeah. Sounds I don't like even a know. decent company that cared about you. Yes, yes. Yeah. The, it's... I think that like I, I was like falling so deep into my um my ways, like my addiction mm-hmm. and alcohol all these things and it was convincing me that like people didn't care about me, that people were out to get me and stuff mm-hmm. that it was so paranoid and it wasn't like that, it was that complete opposite of that. Like people like were concerned with me, that's why they were asking questions, they mm-hmm. weren't trying to get me in trouble. Um people were like monitoring me and it still are because they want to make sure that I'm not going to like fall off mm-hmm. the wagon or anything. They and care about you. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy, like I 
I gave people so much chances to walk away mm -hmm. and kind of just wash their hands with me and be like, you know, over it. Um, but they know they never did. Mm -hmm. And it's I'm so like thankful and grateful for that. And now, like, even now, I still have my, um, I still have, like, a lot of, like, flaws. And I'm still working on them and trying, mm -hmm. and I will never stop working on my flaws. Especially when it comes to, like, my family and friends and mm -hmm. my job. And, you know, I want to keep these relationships and, you know, for as long as I can. For as long as everybody would have me. <laughs> so, because of that, now I'm learning that I have to also, um kind of i guess change so that it my so i fit into their lives too mm -hmm. as well to like how they wanted me to be in their life i mm -hmm. guess does that make any sense yeah. like it it can't i it's not all about me it's mm -hmm. about them too yeah and i uh, it's, that's recovery right there yeah it's not all about me it's also about others yeah even if i don't like it 100 percent. yeah and so like i don't know i didn't realize how selfish like i mm -hmm. am like i've always kind of like always did things my way and it's pretty eye-opening yeah and then now i'm just like oh okay but mm -hmm. then i now that i realize what i'm doing because i didn't realize that much or sometimes are like i would say i would understand where i person's coming from like mm -hmm. somebody else but then because they are handling it how i w wouldn't then i'm just like uh, it's your fault mm -hmm. you know what i mean to go deal with it since it's your mm -hmm. fault but now i'm now i'm starting to be like no like i don't know what they're dealing with actually i don't know what's happening in their heads mm -hmm. i don't know what's all on their plate i don't know what it's like at home their upbringing mm -hmm. where they come from you know all these things i try to like be more um like empathetic now Mm -hmm. and really try to look at the perception of things more like more now yes mm -hmm. yeah right. so this is a lot of growing mm -hmm. and i just um yeah i i think i'm like finally coming to terms to that it's like a whole like life thing mm -hmm. and it's a forever thing yeah yeah and uh, with the whole like um i was I remember when I was listening to Danielle's story mm -hmm. um, and just on my way here and then she said something about kind of like that stigma of um, just being um, I guess ashamed of relapsing mm -hmm. like that um, hit home with me too because I was like thinking like even if I felt like what if I did relapse I wasn't going to tell anybody mm -hmm. and stuff but then that would be going against everything I stood for because I wanted to be like real and authentic. Mm -hmm. And me hiding it and acting like I didn't relapse, that would just be even more damaging, I feel like, to me. 100% it would. Yeah. Because it um, reinforces shame when we keep a secret, right? Yeah, but then at the same time, though, too, like I, if I were to relapse, I would be honest with it, with everybody. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I don't, because um, in the past, when I did try to get sober for like a while, for like a month, mm -hmm. or two, I think it's as long as I've ever been. And then when I did relapse, I remember feeling like complete shit and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that really hit home with me. And I, there's another one too about um, still using, mm -hmm. but I didn't really, I, I said something about like, you're, you're still like using, you're a drug user still, mm -hmm. but um, it's, what was it? It was like something about like it being okay or something. Mm -hmm. 100% it's okay. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 
Nobody can tell us what's okay and what's not. Yeah, right? like whatever works for you, right? Yeah. But with me, I I don't think that I'm one of those people who could like. That's fair. Like you know, like um, yeah. use every once in a blue moon or whatever. Yeah. Because I know myself and I go overboard mm -hmm. and it's like all or nothing with me. Yeah. So like I know once I take one sip and then I'm gonna call a dealer right away mm -hmm. and then it's just bank account yeah. starts taking hits and that's then... the coolest thing about life though yeah. is that it's everybody has their own journey yeah and none of us have a right to judge someone else's yeah just because we walk in a different way right? yeah exactly so yeah. just hearing like a lot of things you guys were talking about in that episode mm -hmm. it really i was just like holy shit like this is like completely like i've never uh heard of that like it was, that it's it's a, things sorry in, go ahead things in like that point of view before mm -hmm. and those experiences and so it was really, really nice. I, 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 I really like your podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. And yeah, I really enjoyed, I enjoy talking with everybody. Like I love, I take something from everyone, right? Yeah. And, but part of that is because I don't expect anyone to be like me. I don't yeah. expect anyone to say a certain thing or not say a certain thing. I expect people to be themselves. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. Right? Like I like, I want to get to know Vernon. I don't want to get to know someone who is just placating me, right? Like, if that was the case. Yeah, what is that? What play? Placate, like, just be like I expect you to be. Oh, right? no. Talk about, like, some people might think that when they come in to talk about this stuff with me, they have to talk pro something or against uh, something else. And it's like, no, not at all. Yeah. I am for all of it. Mm, yeah. I am not against any of it. Yeah. Right? I am for it. Yeah. I am for whatever works for you. Yeah. Right? If, 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 um, if, Islam works for you, be Islamic. Yeah. Right? If Christianity works for you, be Christian. Yeah. Right? If whatever works for you works for you, that's what I want you to do. Yeah. Because just like me, I got a chance to be my authentic self or maybe as close that I could get to right now. Yeah. To that. I don't want to take that away from someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I certainly didn't get it doing one thing. Yeah. And yeah. it's like so confusing because mm -hmm. like um, there's like, rules and stuff that you need to like some people would be like oh, you have to do it this way some people have rules yeah yeah but just like with me like a whole set of whole like structure like mm -hmm. college and school didn't yeah. doesn't work for me the second i sit down on my, on my head just goes okay i don't want to be here this is boring mm -hmm. i but can't you just send me an email and then i'll mm -hmm. read it over and study it when i want to mm -hmm. if i want to like look at this it's just boring mm -hmm. it's just all a bunch of this is, this is part of the institution's problem, right? The yeah. institution always demands conformity. Yeah. If you don't do it like this, you're not going to get the, the degree or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, it's just... Ugh. And it can be very challenging for a good percentage of humans. Yeah. That, that type of learning doesn't work for everybody. Yeah. Right? Any more than one type of uh, rehabilitation doesn't work for everybody. Yes. Right? But there's lots of different ways to do this. Yeah. You know? I think it's really cool, like, when, when I got to sit down with Danielle, one of the things I really remember that resonates with me about her was, I was just reminded of my dad, right? Mm -hmm. My dad passed in March. Um, mm, sorry to hear. Thank you very much. But he was like a spiritual cornerstone for me, mm -hmm. not, not because of what he believed, but because of how he practiced that belief, right? Mm -hmm. It was more okay. in the practice that I focused on. Um, mm -hmm. But that's because I'm not a Christian, so I don't give a shit about faith without works or works without faith. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter to me. Because yeah. if you're a decent human, you're a decent fucking human. Yeah. Right? That's what Danielle reminded me of, and it was that where I come from is my dad said, you either love people or you don't. Mm. 
there is no loving some and loving and not loving others. Yeah. You either love people or you don't. Yeah. And that means wherever they're at. Yeah. That doesn't mean they have to come to where you want them to come to love them. Mm, right? Yeah. That and to me that was like a great gift, right? Yeah. Because that's how I look at people. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Like if if you you still deserve love no matter what you're doing. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you're not going to get charged with a crime if you're doing certain things, but you still deserve love. Everybody you still, does. Right? Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. Like, and, and so that's a hard pill to swallow for some people because yeah. some people like to choose who, can, who should get love and who shouldn't. Yeah. I think I was like that at one point too in my life, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you're doing this, you can't be loved. Like, yeah. But that was my own bullshit. I know. It's, yeah. I do feel like that too, like understanding. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I would say like, uh, I sometimes find myself doing a little bit of like victim blaming too. For sure. Because like, uh, I feel like, why aren't you getting yourself out of it? Why aren't you fighting it? Like whatever mm-hmm. it is, your addiction, your mental health issues, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Because I, th- I don't know, with me, it's when my, I've always like fought against things. Mm-hmm. And with my addiction, all these years, I wasn't fighting it because I wasn't, it mm-hmm. wasn't a problem to me. Because mm-hmm. even though now I look back on it, it, it might have been a problem to others, yeah, but, but not, not to me. you. And yeah. that's where we have to share that with other people too. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then it wasn't a problem for me until now. So that's yeah. when I went out and went to rehab, did the work. Mm-hmm. And with my mental health, I'm never going to stop working on that too mm-hmm. as well. So when I see other people just sitting around and just complaining and mm-hmm. just letting it consume them, it just I'm just like, ah, oh, do something, fight it. Remember, it. remember though that that's them fighting it. I know. Right? Yeah, That's yeah. their beginning of fighting is the complaining. Mm. Like there's a there's stages to this. Because I don't know about yourself, but for me, sure, I was pretty angry for a long time before I sobered up. Still mm. angry in recovery. But like angry doesn't just go away. Yeah, yeah. These things don't just go away. Yeah. And until we're ready to take whatever step is our next step, we're going to be in, the, in that process, mm. right? But this is one of those things that when we, as we sober up, we we gain empathy for other people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And for their for their plight. It doesn't mean we're not going to have opinions about what other people should or shouldn't do. Of course yeah. we're going to have opinions. We just, I just need to recognize that my opinions of what other people should or shouldn't be doing is none of their business. Yeah. Frankly, it's none of my business. Yeah. I shouldn't have it, but I do because I have a fucking brain. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that like now I find myself just being like, okay, yep, yeah, that's you did you're not them. That's how yeah. you would I would have done it, but that's not that's their yeah. life and then just it's fine it's and, and then i yeah that's good that's i love their that. journey that's their journey and they're gonna go they're gonna um it's their meet, journey yeah hopefully they reach like a like a less i don't know a better place i guess yeah a point of of contact that will help them move forward exactly. in a direction that might be better for them yeah and right? oh another one too with that um uh, i realized how fucking privileged i am mm-hmm I didn't realize that. Big reason why I don't tell people what I think they should do is because yeah. I know how privileged my life like is. Now, now that I really think about it, yeah. like I, sh- I can't tell like people what to do because with me, um, I've always had a huge support system mm-hmm. no matter what. There's my family, friends, like work. Same. Yeah. yeah, and I always had that I always had that to fall back on. I always had somebody to talk to. I, um, like everything like financially too. Mm-hmm. Like I know like my family would step in if they had to. Um, I never once felt like I couldn't talk to my coworkers, mm-hmm. my boss or employers in some way. I I, would, they, I knew I 
always knew that they were there for me mm-hmm. if I needed to talk to them. And, um, you know, like I have like a, a my a place to sleep, mm-hmm. I have my own car, and I have, because of uh, my job, I have um, resources mm-hmm. like uh, um, to like, you know, chiropractor, massage yeah. therapist, uh, you know, therapist. Uh, rehab, therapy, yes, rehab, all these yeah. things, and I never thought of it. I was mm-hmm. like, no, it took a fucking army to get me to this point, right? Yeah, yeah. like so, like, n- like so now, like I'm like realize I realized that now I'm just like, okay, shut up, Vernon. Like, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we figure it out, Vernon, by yeah. talking, right? Yeah, is we we figure out like where we're coming from, and then we can kind of like scope out the neighborhood and be like, okay, you know what? Like maybe that won't work in the future. Right yeah. now, something different will work. Yeah. Right to be, because what that is is you're allowing people's people's reality to enter into the fact that it might be different than yours. Yeah. Right. Because I know for sure for myself, people's reality is different than mine. Yeah. Like, just talking with my mom about this, like how close our family is. Yeah. And how some families don't get that that luxury. Yeah. Right. And I'm gonna say it that privilege. Right? Yes. Because it, that's how I feel. Yeah. Like like you mentioned, as soon as someone says privilege, I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> an army has got me here. Yes. Right? It's it might be one army or another, but an army has got me here. Yeah. Not myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just like even down to like when I was detoxing the mm-hmm. nurses and everybody was like so like like understanding and they're just everybody just wanted to help. Yeah. For everywhere, everything. And yeah. um so it's just yeah. And before I was just all like, it was me. I'm the one who got me here. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. But no, it's not. It's really, really not. But that's powerful. Yeah. To me, that, that's a powerful um, acceptance, right? In, yeah. the, in, in the reality of what is. It's yeah. not about like making something up. It's about acknowledging that at one point, my ego wanted me, David, to think it was all me. Yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. I'm not saying that I sobered up and was like this fucking saint. Yeah. Right? Not that I'm a saint now. Because mm-hmm. I'm not, nor yeah. was I. Uh, but when I sobered up, 100% thought, same thing. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. all me. My whole life, college, all this stuff. But then I started like seeing the reality mm-hmm. and seeing my, my parents, my yeah. brothers, my family, always there. Yeah. Always. Yeah. One way or another, always there. Even if they didn't want to be. Especially when they didn't want to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm sure my dad didn't want to fly down to L.A. Mm-hmm. when I was being like, when they were threatening to expel me mm-hmm. because I threatened to kill a teacher. Right, I know. This was this was, but my dad, in a drop of a hat, flew down to LA to be there to support yeah. me. Like that kind of shit, I didn't think about until I sobered up. Right? Yeah. Like I mean, I knew it happened and all that kind of stuff, but it didn't have the impact mm. until I realized, fuck, it was never just me. Yeah. There was always somebody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And but at like like now too, um, going back to the. Uh, me being like selfish and kind of putting not, I guess, not looking at things through other people's lens mm-hmm. before I speak and stuff. It still happens like now too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I say like, this has always been like a big, like a touchy subject for me. Mm-hmm. And this is like money. Whenever yeah. people ask me for money, I'm just like, why don't you have your own money? Mm-hmm. Like why? I feel like I'm being punished because I um, was disciplined enough to mm-hmm. be good with my money and my, you know, credit and all mm-hmm. these things. And then now I feel like, but I feel also, so when people ask me for money and stuff, it just makes me so mad because I feel like they're doing, it's, they are being foolish with their mm-hmm. resources. So that's why they 
can't. Mm-hmm. That's what they're asking for me for money. Yeah. So they're pulling me down to their level. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, because uh, all these people did a lot for me, and I feel like I want to help them, but it's dragging me down too. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm kind of just like stuck. I don't know. It's just uh, mm-hmm. it's just a whole boundaries. Yeah. Right. It's hard to have them. It's hard to it's hard to develop a boundary when it comes to money because money's touchy, right? Yeah. For lots of us. And like I know that they're doing the best that they can with whatever they're working yeah. with, but I I need to set myself up mm-hmm. somehow because I know like mm-hmm. the mindset it's not going to be open forever. Mm-hmm. You know things happen in life. Maybe I might things change. But, yeah, maybe I might go and like break my neck or something, mm-hmm. and then. They're like, nope, you can't work here anymore or something. You know what I mean? Like, so, anything's possible. Yeah, so I don't know. And so um, I need to prepare myself for something like that. Mm. Or like, you know, because I'm, in my, in my, I'm still in, like, in just the beginning stages of my recovery too mm. as well. Yeah. So I'm still trying to like, um, understand myself. And um, sometimes I react in a way that I shouldn't have, I guess. Like, like a human, you mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I try, especially right now, like I say, with work and stuff, mm-hmm. I really, I try really hard to not be an inconvenience to anybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like ruffle any feathers. But I find it just happens though. And I, and, and I, I'm just tired of apologizing mm-hmm. to people. And so it's just, it's so, I don't know. I don't know. It's just so like, uh, mm-hmm. kind of like confusing and frustrating, but I won't ever stop trying to. That's all you can be do. better. Yeah, yeah. that's be all you good. can do. Be good. And, yeah. So I don't know. There's that. Uh, yeah. So fifteen episodes in podcast. Mm-hmm. Back to podcast. Got to plug it in. Yeah. Because you get a lot of people on oh, here, yeah. I'm sure. Let's, let's, pl- let's plug it. You tell, tell us the <laughs> name again. We'll go back through it. To... Yeah, Vernon's Podcast. Yeah. That's the name of it. And you can find it everywhere. Um, you can find me on all the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Everything is just Vernon's Podcast. V-E-R-N-O-N apostrophe S Podcast. Perfect. P-O-D-C-A-E. Right on. Yeah, okay. And yeah, all major streaming platforms. Right on. For easy, if you just... You can just go to vernonspodcast.com mm-hmm. too as well. And then all the buttons are there. It brings you to whatever platform you listen from. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's that. And then this whole experience too, it's been, I like, I don't, there's no words. Mm-hmm. Oh, after this, I'm actually going to travel all the way back to Bishko. So oh. yeah, so it's like a 15 hour drive from Edmonton. Wow. Yeah. So, um, there's that, there's a, some kind of like conference Mm -hmm. or something like that for mental health happening. Okay. Yeah. So every day for a week, there's like a bunch of events and group gatherings and all these things going on. And my mom is, I just, I checked the itinerary of it and my mom's actually involved. Oh, cool. Yeah. She's, um, hosting, um, sharing circles. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go to at least one of her sharing circles. Cool. Yeah, just to pop up. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm not even, uh, when is this going to get posted? It won't be out for a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. So, so okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. totally talk about it. <laughs> okay, good. Because yeah. I was going to say, because um, I'm going to go pop up and I'm going to just kind of surprise her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's I wasn't cool. going to, like, yeah. And then, so. Well, you can totally talk about it. Yeah, this will be a couple of weeks out. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go do that, yeah. and then kind of be involved as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm finding too, because I'm such a loner. Mm-hmm. I like my first reaction is like uh, I want to go there, but then I don't want to because mm-hmm. it's gonna be too much people, and I feel like interacting with all of them is just gonna be so like mm-hmm. exhausting. But at the same time, I'm like, but you want to, though. That's why those mm. thoughts keep coming, like, you want to go to, you yep. want to do these things. So you're just going to have to, like, kind of, like, suck it up and just... 100%. Just kind of throw yourself into it and see what happens. And these are your people, too. Like, mm-hmm. these are my people. Like, I don't even... Mm. And um, I care about the community and I care about all of them. And so I'm just going to go, just going to kind of go out awesome. of, like, my way and step in, like, kind of, I guess discomfort yes right yes on. and i feel like that's where like you grow the most it's, pro- it's pro- the progression of your recovery depends yeah. upon it yeah right yeah. yeah and so there's that i don't really know what else to talk about that's probably a good segue yeah, yeah. thank you so much for coming on yeah really a pleasure to meet you yes and don't forget to go to my podcast yes don't forget vernon's podcast.com yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? And if you don't find it there, look for it on Spotify, iTunes, probably Google Podcasts. Everywhere. Everywhere you listen to your fucking podcasts. Yeah. Look up <laughs> vernonspodcast.com or Vernon's Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you. Safe travels, man.